super special too because it's the last Sunday of the decade as well. That makes me feel very old. I don't know about you, but the last Sunday of the decade as we head into the, into the 20s. Of course, 20s were the best years of my life. Yeah, they were the best years of my life. Uh, and I'm believing that for you too as we head into 2020. Hey, well, if you're here for the very first time, it's a real privilege and an honor to have you with us this morning. And, and my name is Daryl. I'm with my wife, Denise, here. We're the lead pastors at Pukekohe here at Elam. And it's such a privilege to have you with us. So, so come on, church, and can we give all our guests a welcome this morning? Big round of applause. Just brilliant. Just brilliant. I want to let you know if you are uh, new or recently new to Elam here that we are running every Sunday of the year. We've got the full children's programs going through the holidays as well. So, so feel free if you've got family around. We've got programs to, for, for the children. They're going to be doing some great uh, learning and teaching over the next few weeks as well, which is brilliant. A couple of things I want to let you know about over the next couple of weeks is next Sunday, we have a, a, a special guest preacher, Pastor uh, Graham Murray, all the way from Wales in the UK. He's going to be on a plane uh, any day shortly uh, and heading this way uh, to be with us next Sunday. So that's a, a real privilege. So, so please make sure you put that in your calendar. Make sure you're here next week. I know he's got an incredible word for for us as well. This is so good. I, I, I love this time of year. It's such an amazing time of year, and I, I love summer, and, and, and our summer series, I'm just believing, called Uphill Habits. It's just something that, that I really kind of felt on my heart to, to help us as we prepare. You know, sometimes it's preparing for another year, and it's like, oh man, uh, but, but I want this to be, hey, this is another year. Uh, that we're gonna, we've got a chance to get stuck into and see God do some incredible things uh, in our lives and in our communities uh, and in our city, in your families, in your places of work as well. So, so we are starting number part number one of Uphill Habits. Uh, and really, really the goal is to, to help us with, a, with our new direction, with our direction for the new year. And, and I, I don't know about you, but, but every, every, always this time of year, uh, for me, it's just like I start reflecting back on the year that's gone and start looking ahead to the year uh, that is coming. Uh, and, and for me, I, I like, to, like to sit down and just to take a moment to reflect and look at the things that worked really well for me or the, the experiences that I had and the good, the bad and the ugly. And, and, and I look forward to the, to the year coming up and, and I ask myself this question, is there things that I don't want to be in the same place or go through like I did that year? And, and normally there's a bit of a list for me. And, 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 and so I take time to reflect and look at it. And I want to give you some keys this morning that maybe we could all do that this year because, because the, the thing is with, with our uphill habits is our habits aren't easy to create new, good, healthy habits, right? And sometimes, uh, as you could kind of get on the, on the picture, we have downhill habits more than uphill habits. But we have great hopes for the future and we have amazing hopes that like, will take us on that trajectory. But in reality, sometimes our habits are a bit like this. And this morning, I believe just God's been speaking to my heart about for me personally, but it's something I want to share with you this morning that maybe we can turn things around and learn from our previous year, maybe leave some stuff there and learn some new habits. How do we learn new habits for the coming year? Come on, let's pray. Father God, Lord, we praise you for your goodness and your mercy and and your love. And, and today, Lord God, I, I thank you, Lord, for this, uh, this Sunday, that this is a day that you have made, oh God. We determine in our hearts that we're going to rejoice and be glad in it, oh God. And, 
And Father, as we, as we reflect back on the 2019, Lord God, and look ahead to the new coming year in the 2020, oh God. Father, I pray that you, would you give us incredible wisdom this morning. Will you uh, give us some tools? Lord, help us to take hold of some tools and some habits this morning uh, that will help us in, in our futures, Lord, I pray. So, Lord, we give you praise and we give you glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. One of the things that, that I like to do as, as I sit down and I, I set some goals for the new, new year is, uh, and, and as I've got older, I've, I've started to, to think about things a little bit broader in the sense of, of my own well-being. Uh, when I think about it uh, in this time of year, I start thinking about my, how, how have I done mentally this year? My, my mental well-being, my, my healthiness, my, my, my physical well-being, my, my spiritual well-being. And I, I kind of think about all of those kind of things. And, and in one sense, this, this uh, takes some time to say, God, you know, how have I done? What was some of the experience that, that mentally, maybe they just frustrated me so much and, and almost like too much or... Maybe there's some struggles mentally that I've had that I've got, God, I, I don't want to do that again this year. And will you show me, will you guide me? And, and physically, have I looked after this temple well enough this year? No, probably not. I can do better this year. I need to go to the gym, need to eat better, need to lose a few pounds. Uh, if you're like me, then we, we, we need to look after this, this body, this, this physical presence. Better. And, and I start to look at things like that and, and just to see, is there some changes that I can make? And, and I think it's really healthy for each one of us to, to look at our, our body, mind, and spirit, as the Bible says, and, and just to, to take some stock of, of how we've gone and, and, and is there some ways where we can do life better this year from the, what the Word of God says to us? And, and I ask this question and with my body physically, am I looking after my body physically uh, good, or have I in this past year? You know, could I do better? Well, I think we could all probably say yes. We could probably do better with that. We need to rest well. That's I think one of the biggest struggles we we all have is is rest from the fast paced life that we live in, the stress and all that things we carry. Is that how, how do we how do we rest better in the coming year? Our minds. How are we coping mentally? You know, are we, 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 with stuff that life throws at us and our busy pace of life, how are we doing with, with that refreshing of our mind and finding peace in times of, of turmoil? How have we done? How about our, our spirits? How, how about our relationship with God? Is it, is it vibrant? Is it non-existent? Is it cold? Or maybe is it lukewarm? It's just a great time of year to look at all of those the kind of things about body, mind, and spirit. We are made up of all of that. And, and I, I think you're the same as me as we, as we look into 2020 and, and, and the hopes that we have for, for the new year. Maybe a better life. Maybe it's greater health. Maybe it's stronger relationships. Or, or maybe it's to get closer with God for, in the new year. But but the, here's the thing, the, the things, but the things we do and the things we should do don't always line up. It's uphill hopes, downhill habits at times. And, and for 2020, I, I'd like to suggest this. I, I'd like to suggest this, that 2020, it's time to make a switch of directions and create uphill habits uh, that we can live the lives that God has planned for us, that God has called you to live in. So make 2020 this, to, to change our old patterns, 
with new habits for the new year. Aristotle said this. He was a a philosopher many, many uh, hundreds of years ago, is that we are what we repeatedly do. We are, you are, what you repeatedly do. And, And we need to understand this because we form habits and then our habits form us. See, see, real change is, is hard to, to come by, so it's really important that we create good habits uh, to facilitate that change in our lives. And, and there's a few things that we can do or we need to think about as we, as we think about 2020 and new, developing good habits. Uh, we must firstly have this hope for the future. One of our greatest verses, I believe, in the, in the whole Bible is this Jeremiah 29, 11, and it's in your notes and your handouts there. It's, it says this, For I know the plans I have for you, uh, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, but plans to give you a hope and a future. God has a plan for your life. As we develop habits, uh, positive, healthy habits in our lives, we need to understand that first and, and have hope in the future that life is better with him. The, the other thing is this, is that to develop good habits, we must, we must do this or we must have this, and that's repentance from our past. And, and see, a lot of people think that, that repentance is, is something like falling down on our knees or falling on our faces and weeping and gnashing of teeth and, and, and all of these kind of things. And, that, and it's about that God is doing all the work in us. Well, well, repentance, when you really look at the word, the word literally means I was going this direction and now I've had a course change. I've, I've made a decision. I've changed my, my direction and I'm going this way. Repentance was I'm heading this way. But God, you've done something in my life and I've, and I've come to you and, and I've decided, I've made the decision, I've course corrected and I'm going to head this way. I heard a great story the other day or, or an illustration that is, that is used in, in a, a course called about recovery and people use this story, they call it my story in five chapters. Chapter one, I went out for a walk and I fell into a deep, dark hole, and it took me a long time to get out of it. Chapter two, sometimes this can be our life story. Chapter two, I went out for a walk, and I fell into the same hole, and it took me a long time to get out of it. (laughs) Chapter three, I went out for a walk, and I got too close to the hole, and I fell in it, And it took me a long time to get out of it. Chapter 4. Sometimes this is where we get stuck in chapter 4. Chapter 4 is I went out for a walk. I walked around the hole this time. And I made it to the other side. Chapter 5. Chapter 5. I just went down a whole nother street. (laughs) See, sometimes our lives can get stuck at chapter 3 or chapter 4. But repentance is simply this. Repentance is, let's take another street. Uh, let, let's, not, let's not walk around the hole anymore because there's a chance you could slip into it. Let's, let's just walk down a whole nother street and take the hole out of action. Take another street. And I think for, for some of us here, this is exactly what you need to hear this for, for this year as you head into next year. Is, let's just change your direction. Pick another street. Take a whole new direction and start the new year with some healthy habits, walking down another new street, because it's about never going back. 
Philippians 3, verse 13 and 14, it says, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. This is Paul talking here. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind me and straining toward what is ahead of me, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Amazing. The third thing is this, in order to develop good habits, we must have the formation of habits. And the reality is that, that forming new healthy habits is, is not, not easy. It's not easy at all. But I, but I want you to know that God is he's always with you. And, but, but it does start with us getting rid of our excuses. Because we want to go down the same old street because it's familiar. But I, as, we, as, as we look at this new year, can I challenge you? Take another street. Don't even go there anymore. Change your course and, and head down a, a new way. And it's getting rid of those excuses about that it's kind of like when I get this or when I'm here or when I'm there. No, no, it's not that anymore. It's like now I'm going to. Now I'm going to. Making that decision, fixing our sights on, on the goal that's ahead, changing our sights to, and, and to change to now. Now is the day. Now is my time. And in Romans 12, verse, verse 2 in the message translation, it says this. It says, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Wow. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its levels of immaturity. God brings the best out of you. He develops well-informed maturity in you. See, see I, I think this scripture holds the key for us as we form new habits this year. And it's simply this, let's fix our attention on God. Fix our attention on God because what we, we are, what we repeatedly do. It's amazing when you focus on something, how all the other stuff just falls away. It's amazing how you can focus on something so much that you don't see what's going on around you or you don't see the hole that used to be right in front of you. It's amazing sometimes, um, Denise, we've been in some meetings years ago, and I, was, I must have been speaking somewhere, and apparently uh, during the meeting there was, there was these kids who were running backwards and forwards right across the auditorium, and, and, but, uh, and Denise said to me afterwards, didn't, weren't those kids, weren't they distracting? And, and I said, what kids? I didn't see any kids running around at all. I was so focused on, on what I was doing in here. It's amazing the power of focus. How, it can, how you can fix your eyes on something, how you can set your eyes on something that everything else fades away into the distance. So the first, the first habit that we're gonna, I'm going to present to you this morning and, and something to implement and to develop in our lives is this, is habit number one is simply focused on what I do first. What do you do first? And, and this is a this is a principle uh, that I believe that runs throughout the whole Bible, the, the principle of priorities and, and, and of first. And see, what you place first in your life is, is incredibly important. And the truth is, what you place first in your life says more about you than what you think. So I've got, been thinking lots about, about this, and so I've got three, three thoughts this morning for you on how we can do that. And the first way is to focus on what we do first is to put God first. And, and, and right at the start of the, uh, start of the new decade, just about in the end of the last, last decade, I'm going to say something that, that's pretty strong, and I don't mean to be ugly about it, but, but I think it's just a reality of the gospel. And, and the thing is this, is that God will not take second place in your life. 
You know, sometimes we, we call it a priority list, and, and, and if we have a priority list and God is on there somewhere, I'd suggest that he's not actually on the list. Because God will not take second place in your life and in my life. He, he will always desire or want first place in your life. Why? Because he gave his first first for you. His only son he gave for us. And, and, and when you start to really think about the power of that and how he gave, gave first his first, and he says, I'm going to show you the priority that you have in me. I'm, I'm going to show you by sending my son for you how much of a priority you are to the God of heaven, to the Father of, of heaven and the God of the universe, how much he loves you, that he would send his first for you. And, and, and I think that that's real Christianity. I think Christianity is, is, is not coming to growth track. It's great. But that doesn't make you a Christian. Christianity is, it is not just coming to, to Elon Christian Center, Pukekohe every Sunday, even though that's amazing and I want you to keep coming. That's not really Christianity. The, the whole message of Christianity is really putting God first on the top of the list. Here's one more thing. And this is going to challenge some of you here. You know, if God is not first in your life, if he's down there somewhere or he's in there somewhere, I kind of want you to, to be challenged by, is he really in your life? Yeah. If he's not first on your list, he's not really on your list. I love you lots. I do love you lots. Exodus 20, verse 1 and 3, it says this, Then God gave the people all these instructions. And he said, I am the Lord your God who rescued you from out of the land of Egypt. He rescued some of us here as well, and all of us actually, from the place of slavery. You must not have any other God, small g, but me. It's a real challenge for us to put God first in 2020. The second thing. The second way of focus of what we do first is to give God the first of everything. And, and now you're, you're probably like me here, and, you're, uh, and, and as I've thought about this point, you're probably waiting for the money thing, and because and, uh, I'm always I'm a bit sensitive to when, when people start talking about this and about the tithing and that. We are going to talk about that, but here's the thing. I, see, I think the money is on the list, but I don't know if it's, it's probably not one of the most important things on the list. God, see, I, because here's the thing, I, I, God doesn't want my money, I don't think he wants your money, but he does want you to be blessed, and he wants me to be blessed, he wants us to be blessed, I, I, need, I, I want to tell you too, I, I don't want your money, <laughs> but I want you to be blessed, my heart for you is that you be blessed in your coming and your going, you be blessed in your families and your home, and whatever that looks like, it all starts with giving God the first of everything. Interesting scripture here in Leviticus 27 verse 30. It says this, A tithe of everything from the land, whether grain from the soil or fruit from the trees, belongs to the Lord. Why? Because it is holy. Now, now I think when it comes to finance or money, it's, I don't think it's on the top of the list. And, and, and I, I think even when we talk about a tithe, or which means a tenth of, of everything, it means a whole lot more than just our finance or the resources he's given us. I, I think it means a portion of our time. I, I think it means a portion of my, my thoughts. My, 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 and what I do, I think it means a portion of our days or, and of our resources. I think it means a portion of everything we are and have 
belongs to the Lord because it is holy. I've never seen this scripture before in Deuteronomy chapter 14, verse 23. It's in your notes. It says, the purpose of tithing is to teach us, or to teach you, to teach me, always to put God first in our life. That's the purpose. So you'll notice in your notes here as we go through that I've, I've got some statements and I've left some spaces for you to write some things in there. And I'd like to suggest this, that, uh, that, that our, our tithing or our, our portion of, of what we do first belongs to the Lord. And, and, and what about the first of your year, the first of our year? You know, uh, we have 21 days of prayer coming up in, in, in the next few weeks, and, and the whole purpose of that is to give God the first of our year before we do any major things that we give. God, this is about you, prayer and fasting. You're going to get challenged from me and some people this year about prayer and fasting uh, because, because I just feel like God is calling us, He's asking us to step to a whole nother level, and fasting is, is just not about being... Uh, being put hanging out for God and, and kind of demanding things of Him and it's showing God, just we, we want to put you first in our lives. Uh, and we're going we're gonna, to, as a church this year, in 2020, we're going to get right into prayer and fasting because I think God wants to do something incredible in our city and in your life. God knows that our world needs it. Our cities needs it. And, and, and so I'd like to suggest that we take this time at the start of 2020 to pray and fast, but but what would you write in there of giving God the first of your year? What would you say? What about the first of your month? And for me, that's a, this is a great habit, it's, and it's kind of about our schedule uh, and about our budget. I, I think it's there. Like at the beginning of the month, I, I check out my schedule and and what are we doing? What can I do? What I can't do? And and same thing with that with our budget is like the the the, the bills you pay and things like that. I always determine to pay my my tithe. I give to God first not because I have to, but because I love him so much and I've seen the blessing of my life and he calls, he's asked, put that really strongly in my heart to go over and above and, and so I make sure I do that first. Uh, not under compulsion, he doesn't twist my arm and, and, and but because I have so much, I love the Lord and I want him to bless me and my family and you and, uh, and everything we have there. I, I do that first and, and, and I think sometimes when, when, we, when we're challenged with our schedule, sometimes, we are so busy that we almost like schedule God or his church or his, our relationship out of the picture. I just wonder, for you and for me, is that when we look at our schedule at the, or as we give to God the first of what we have each month, I just wonder if it's like, you know, we're good at planning things and we're good at using our phones and our diaries to do things. I just wonder, what about scheduling to be at church every Sunday? For 2020, 52 Sundays a year. What what would that do? I'll tell you what it'll do. It'll change your life. Uh, how about for your for your month? What about taking a, a day out to go and, and, and just be with the Lord and, and just to pray? God, what are you asking me to do? I know what it'll do. It'll change your life. Sometimes we we schedule so much other things around it that and what does our schedule say about us? Does it show that? that God, you are first in our lives, or does it show we're just really, really busy and we're going to burn ourselves out? Make God the first of your month. The first, what about the first of your week? And this is really, uh, do, do you know why our church moved from a Saturday Sabbath to a Sunday celebration? Have you ever wondered why that 
happened, and, and there's a couple of reasons. One is that the, the resurrection happened on a Sunday. There was a great celebration. And, and the other thing that, that happened, the early church decided that they wanted to begin the week with God, not just end it with him as a Sabbath, but as a celebration of God, this week I give to you, the start, the first of their week, they wanted to give to God. And, and, and that's why today we, we still uh, we celebrate Jesus. We celebrate at the beginning, at the start of our week, uh, to give God the first of our week uh, and gather together. And, and I know that as you, as you look at this in the beginning of the year and some of these things, that it will change your life and it will change tomorrow and the days after that. What about the first of my day? What would you write in there? Because this is really about time with God. And, and it's, it's, if you have nothing, if you have time for nothing else, what about the, the first words that come out of your mouth each morning when you wake up? Giving praise to God. What, what about the first 10 seconds of your, of your thoughts is, is the first thing that pops into your mind is, is, is God and how much you love him and his plan for your life. Well, uh, this, this year we're going we, to really, uh, you're going to hear about a thing called a first 15. And, and it's really a, a plan. It's something, something to help us with a habit and, and forming uh, sometimes. Because I, I think, I actually believe that every one of us has 15 minutes every day that we can do this. I believe 15 minutes we've, we've all got, no matter how busy you are or not. I believe this, and, and, and so you're going to hear lots about a thing called First 15, and it's really the first five minutes is in the Word of God. Read, read a scripture, read, read one chapter, read, read five verses, and, and, and meditate on it, think about it. Worship, five minutes of worship, to listen to maybe one worship song where you close your eyes and, and you sing along in your, in your car or at home or wherever, and, and five minutes in prayer, three lots of five minutes. Let's develop a habit of first 15, giving that to God every day, and it will radically change your life. Give God the first of your day. Band, do you want to come just quietly now? That would be great. The third way, the third way to focus on what we do first is to expect God to bless the rest. And it's the principle of, of the first is this, that God takes our first, or we give to God our first, and then he multiplies it. I don't know how he multiplies it, but he does. There's a principle there that happens that when I give him the first of my time, he multiplies my time. When I give him the first of my, my thoughts and my, and my what's going on in my head, he, he multiplies it. He helps me with it. When I give him the first of my finances and my income, he multiplies it. It's just what he does. I don't know how he does it, but he does. Proverbs 3, verse 6 to 10, it says this, In everything you do, put God first, and he will direct you and crown your efforts with success. Don't be conceited, sure of your own wisdom. Instead, trust and reverence the Lord and turn your back on evil. When you do that, then you will be given renewed health and vitality. Honor the Lord by your giving him the first part of your income, and he will fill your barns and wheat and barley and overflow your wine vats with the finest wine. See, in my experience, what it looks like is, is this, is that you have more than you expected to have because you honoured God first. Our new building is just a few weeks away now, uh, and, and it's not far off now, but but last year in March, you'll remember we took up a, a special vision offering for, we were going to do carpet and carpet tiles, and, and there was an amazing offering, and, 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 and this is incredibly generous and giving church, and we were able to get 
uh, $10,000 worth of carpet that was going to carpet about a third of the building. And that was incredible. And that's uh, pretty much all done now. And then, then just a couple of months ago, an incredible person in our church came to me and said, I, I'm, I'm feeling like God is asking me to give this so we could carpet the auditorium. And, and so they give a, a whole bunch of money, which was just absolutely incredible. And we've carpeted the auditorium and it's just looking really, really good. I can't wait to show you there. But, but I just noticed last week that that there's like a half a pallet load of carpet still left over. I wasn't expecting that. I, I don't know how it happened, but there's like a hundred square meters of carpet that would carpet someone's house still there after we've done some of the major work that we wanted to do. God, I, I don't know how God multiplies things, but he does. When you give him uh, the first of everything, when you give him the first of things, he multiplies it. You come out with more than what you expected to. It's absolutely incredible when you place God the first in your life. But here's the reality. And forming new habits is not easy. And it is hard. I, I understand. I, I'm, I, I have to work hard at my own life just trying to create some new habits that bring change or new directions. It can be like walking up a steep hill. But there's a few things that I want you to know that this morning that God he promises to be with you. He promises to, when you place Him first on your life, when you put Him on top of your list, that here's a promise that I, I believe is for you, that He will direct you, that He will crown your efforts with success. When you turn around and go another way, when you turn from, from evil, He will renew your health and your vitality. I need that. That's great. When you turn around, when you change direction, He will do that. When you give Him the first, He will fill your barns to overflow. He will multiply what you have. Unexpectedly, you will see God multiply things in your life and in your situation when we place Him first. When we create that the habit of placing God first in our lives, on the top of our list. Come on, well, let's pray right now. Why don't you close your eyes and pray here to Father God today. Lord, what a challenge. What a challenge you've presented to us this morning. And Father, I pray that as we, as we, each one of us, as we look back at 2019, oh God, and, and reflect on some of the struggles or some of the things in our body, mind, and spirit, oh God. Lord, I pray right now Will you bring those things to light and to memory right now, oh God? That, Lord Jesus, we, as we make that decision to place you first in our lives, oh God, that we will understand and know, Father God, that you are a God that loves us. Lord, I pray for incredible wisdom, Lord, that we don't keep falling into the same hole, Lord, Lord, I pray for a course direction for hearts and lives where the, the same things keep tripping us up. Oh God, Lord, I, I, I pray today, Father God, that we would decide, we would say now is the day, now is the time to make a decision to course correct and change the direction where we get to take a whole nother street. Lord, in Jesus' mighty name, Lord, today, challenging, with your loving arms today, I pray in Jesus' name. Maybe you're here this morning and, and you might say, I'm far away from God. And, 
in fact, I don't even know God. Or maybe you might say, I've drifted so far away that He probably doesn't even know me anymore. Right now, you know, God, I, I know that the God that I serve, He loves you. He's got a plan and a purpose for your life. And he sent His first, His only Son to, to die, to come to this world to experience the same things that you and I do. And, and He carried out our sin. That's the sin. That's the stuff that separates us from God. That, that He came and He paid a price. That's something that you can't pay. That He is the only one that could pay that price for you and for me. And when He died on the cross, He, he cancelled our debt. And by rising again, He became our King, our Messiah, paying the price for you and for me. And this morning, if you're here and, and you might be say you're far away from God, I'm, what I'm going to do, I'm going to invite you to pray this real simple prayer in your heart after me, just silently in your heart. Just pray this. Pray, dear God, I, I know that you love me. Today, I choose to change my direction and live for you. Forgive me for my sin. Thank you for paying the price. Today, I accept that you are my Lord and I choose to live the rest of my life for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Just wave every eyes still closed and head is bowed. I'm not gonna embarrass anybody, but, but just in this moment, this moment right here, I'm gonna uh, invite you. I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna count to three. And on three, if that's you, you prayed that prayer this morning and said, count me in Jesus. Yes to Jesus this morning. All I want you to do is pop your hand up, be bold, be brave, and straight down so I can see. We'd love to get some information and help into your hands. And if that's you, on three, why don't you lift your hand? One, two, three. Lift your hand right now. See that hand up there. Anyone else this morning? How many more say, Jesus, I come back to you. I choose to live my life. Hallelujah. 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 Awesome. Father God, we praise you for your goodness, for the way that you love us, oh God. Lord, we're so grateful for everything you've done for us. And Lord, Lord, as we enter into a new year, I pray your blessing upon each one here this morning, that Lord God, you would continue to be the Lord of our lives. Lord, and give us a hope and a future as we walk into this new year. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, church, can we give a big round of applause to everyone who prayed that prayer right now? So good. Awesome. Hey, if you just made that decision, one we want